Hello, welcome and thank you for joining our hair podcast where our hair is a crown and our gift. Come and join us on this journey of self-love and self-care. My name is Gladia, aka Gladia's Natural, and I will be your host. If you're new here, welcome. And please take a moment to watch all prior episodes as each one piggyback off of the other. And if you're a regular, thanks for listening in again. Please be sure to share and blast these posts with all your friends, family, and group pages. Welcome back, guys. Today's episode, we're going to talk about protein. Um, what is protein and how does it relate to our hair? And what I want you guys to know that there are two types of protein um, um, when it comes to our natural hair. There are two different types of ways that you can identify um, whether or not you have enough protein in your hair or you're lacking tremendous amount of protein. And I'm going to be making reference to the Science of Black Hair, the Comprehensive Guide to Textured Hair Care. This is the book um, that I'm going to be making a lot of reference from. So if you guys already have that book, I'm going to be um, talking from page 95 um, to 96, okay? What I want you guys to first understand is that our natural hair are protein fibers, so the basic mechanism or the basic component of our hair is protein. So we already know that protein has to be a part of our regimen. But how much protein are you going to need and or um, how much less? You know, do you need a lot or do you need a, a little bit? So we're going to be able to identify the two different um, um, ways that you can uh, um, test your hair to see if you fall within one or two of these categories. Okay, alrighty. So, um, let's talk about the first type. The first type is called protein and moisture. I mean, um, protein induced hair breakage, which means you're moisture deficient. And then the second type is moisture-induced hair breakage, which is equivalent to protein deficient, all right? Um, before I get into the details about each of these, I want you to first understand um, what kind of hair types tend to fall in with having either a lot more protein or a lot less protein. For example, in my experience from dealing with a lot of, diff you know, dealing with a lot of people with different hair textures and hair types, um, I found that if your hair was falling the categories of 3A, 3B, 3C, hair, I'm referring to curly, kinky hair, if you fell within those um, hair type, you tend to have a lot less protein. However, if you had a more kinkier hair, which is hair type 4A, 4B, 4C, you tend to have a lot more protein. And, here how, and here's how I figured this out. A lot of people who had a lot coarser hair, meaning it was very, very thick, no matter what you did, even when you put water or you, or, or, or a key example, you put protein in your hair and your hair got harder, that was a key indication that 
you already have protein overload or your hair already have sufficient amount of protein. And in my example, I, I remember growing up perming my hair and each time that my mom would do a protein treatment with um, by doing like an egg wash, my hair would get harder. She would not understand. She just thought I just had, I didn't have good hair. However, my sisters who had looser curls when their hair were wet, when she did the protein treatment on their hair, their hair got softer. It was like, you know, very curly. The comb would slide right through. And mine's when it do the same. It would feel rough, rigid. It was just it was just too much for my hair. And so I just thought I just didn't have good hair. I didn't understand what that meant then. However, whenever I got a perm and my sister would get a perm, my hair, both our hair would look really good. Um, the difference would be that my hair withheld like it took a lot more perm boxes for you to really relax in my hair. Like I needed a lot more work. And my hair was a lot more resistant to damaging. So I could, you know, perm, you know, put two boxes of perm on my head, you know, leave it in for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour and rinse it out and my hair would be silky. However, with my sister, it would be the opposite. She would just need maybe three quarters of the box she doesn't even use the entire box of perm like it it would have some remaining or she would just only use one and on top of that she couldn't perm her hair as um um uh, on a routinely basis in other words she had to space it out a lot more than I did so it was okay for her to perm her hair maybe every three to four months Whereas I was perming my hair like uh, ritually like every six weeks. And if I didn't perm it within six weeks, you already saw how unruly my hair was getting. It was getting a lot tougher. And so my hair was really resistant to damage. It doesn't mean my hair couldn't get damaged. It just meant that the protein layers in my hair allowed me to use to perm my hair efficiently. Of course, with nurture and care that you're supposed to do. But... My hair was growing. My hair was healthy, you know, with that uh, um, excessive amount of perming. And then my sister, if she were to perm her hair more frequently, she would start losing her hair. Her hair would start breaking a lot. So I want you to imagine your hair and tell yourself, if you used to perm your hair, think back and remember what used to happen. Were you the person who um, the perm would just taken easily um you couldn't use a lot because you felt like your hair your hair was too thin or that you know you you didn't really need to do much if you if you're that person you're probably the looser curl type you're probably a 3a 3b even 3c however if you're with somebody who is like you know you permed your hair and you needed like two boxes to really get the hair to look efficient um, to look for the hair to really look straight and relaxed, um, and you know you felt like the protein wasn't, you know, your hair just didn't feel, um, didn't look like it was breaking much. It was actually growing and stuff. 
you're probably somebody who is like, I fell in the 4A, 4B, 4C. If you've ever done a protein treatment, anything from mayo to um, uh, egg washes or anything like that that's filled with protein and you put it in your hair and you felt your hair got rigid and harder, you're most likely in the categories of 4A, 4B, 4C hair type. All right. So that's something I want you to keep in back in the back of your mind. If you know what that is, definitely write it in the comment section because I want to see where most of us fall into and how you were able to identify it. Now, let's get into the book about um, what Miss Audrey Davis says about protein um, moisture. OK, the, the reason why I need you guys to focus on this is because when you're product shopping, you need to understand what you need in your regimen and what you don't in your hair regimen. So you need to be able to identify these products quickly when you're in the store. You need to identify the ingredients quickly. You need to first understand what is going to do in your, in your hair. So first you need to understand what's going on with your hair so you know what you're buying, what products to buy. So let's get started into that. So the first one I did mention um, was moisture deficient, which is protein-induced hair breakage. And the other one was protein deficient, which is moisture-induced hair breakage. Hey, woohoo! Did you recently chop off your perm hoping to unleash the potential of your natural hair? But instead, you found yourself in a panic wondering what to do next. Maybe you've been natural for quite some time and your hair is not flourishing. You've tried just about everything and nothing works. Or could it be that your hair is showing some signs of growth, but your hair is constantly dry because you can't seem to figure out how to retain the proper amount of moisture. Listen, I've heard it all. I've been there myself and I have to tell you, it sucks. After all this struggling, I can imagine why you would want to go back to the perm or what we call in the natural community, the creamy crack. Trust me, you're not alone. It's a common struggle for many of us who have attempted to walk this journey. This is why I came up with a solution. First, put back that creamy crack you're about to use. And instead, I want you to pick up a copy of my ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Rocking That Natural Hair. That's right. I've created a simple seven-step natural hair framework to help you to tackle every single stage in your natural hair journey. Finally, there is no more guessing. Our proven hair system has helped thousands of naturals just like you to develop their own custom regimen so that they can ultimately reach their hair goals. And now I want you to be next. And you can by downloading your copy today at www.bit.ly slash natural ebook and be well on your way to slaying that beautiful God-giving hair. Again, that's www.bit.ly slash n-a-t-u-r-e-l-l-e-e-b-o-o-k. Happy slaying. So let's understand the protein and moisture balancing app. Um, there can be a number of things that can break the hair. Black hair tends to occur in two very basic forms, which is moisture deficient or protein deficient. And both type of breakage stem from unbalanced, unresolved structural and elasticity conditions within that hair fiber. So here's how these imbal imbalances um, would affect the hair. 
Moisture deficient protein induced hair breakage. You are getting a lot of sun to your hair. You're using harsh shampoo products, heavy oil use, and you're overusing um, of styling techniques such as the blow dryer. You're using a lot of flat, or not, um, flat ironing, um, which can trigger moisture deficiency. Basically, it's sucking the moisture out of your hair. These stressors, they evaporate precious moisture from the hair strands. Um, however, in the case of oils, um, they prevent entry of moisture into the strands. So the overutilization of protein-rich products, such as protein conditioners or reconstructive um, treatments, hard gels, they would induce moisture deficiency. Here in this state, this is how you'll know, here in this state will usually feel hard, inelastic, and rigid. All right, so it's not bouncing back, it's very rigid, it's very hard. Just how I, I described my hair to you when my mom did the um, um, egg wash in my hair. Okay, so now let's look at protein deficient, which is moisture induced hair breakage. Very similar to the moisture deficient, you're, ex you're exposed to a lot of sun and the overuse of styling techniques such as hair coloring chemical relaxing these are the chief um, culprits when it comes to protein deficient hair this stressor destroys the hair natural protein structure the overuse of rich deep conditioning treatments in a in a regimen which is over conditioning that is not sufficiently balanced with protein rebuilding products which can also induce protein deficiency in your hair so hair in the state is often super elastic or too soft, stretchy, and may not hold curls or styles very well. Learning to effectively recognize the difference between protein-based and moisture-based breakage problems will help you to organize or, re or reorganize your um, hair care regimen. Um, but the unique relationship that exists between protein and moisture within the hair strand is not simply a case of balancing one opposing force over the other. It is rather protein and moisture, they work together to produce a healthy head of, head of hair. So neither can work well without the other. A heavy tendency of preference toward either protein or moisture in a hair care regimen without a sufficient balance always result in breakage and we wanna prevent that. Hair damage that changes the hair's natural protein architecture, for instance, is almost always followed by some degree of moisture loss to the hair. Similarly, hair that is properly proteinated absorbs moisture more efficiently than hair with a shoddy protein structure because water molecules bind more easily to hair with a sound protein structure. When either the protein or moisture conditioning focus is lacking in a hair care regimen, the hair responds with breakage. Keeping the hair balanced between these two entities is vitally important to maintaining the condition of your hair.
All right. So, guys, I hope this was helpful. So, I need you. This is what you're going to do. You're going to identify which of these categories you are currently in. And you may want to do this routinely every time you feel like maybe your hair is break, breaking. And you guys should know what breaking is. It's basically the hair snapping. Or if you pull your hair, it's just easily um, come out. You know, or, or you know, shedding and excessive shedding and things like that. You need to identify where you're falling in this category. So if you were somebody who is like 4'8", 4B, 4C hair type, I would um, definitely looking into moisture deficient, which is um, protein-induced hair breakage. So pay attention to your um, products. Are you using too much protein? Is there if is all your products have protein? Doesn't mean that you don't need protein. It means that you need to do your protein treatments um, once in a and once in a while. For example, I would suggest doing it like every two months, just to maintain the the basic structural format of your hair. And then somebody who is like 3A, 3B, 3C, they may need to do it a lot more often. So for example, every month you want to do like a really good deep condition with a protein-based conditioner. All right? So take a look at your um, your products. You may want to have one or the other in your regimen. It doesn't mean that we're, ex we're, we're saying one is better over the other or your hair will never fall in either or of these categories. But you want to observe your hair. You want to listen to it. You want to give it that um, variety so that you, when you are experiencing some type of symptom that is related to hair breakage, you can understand um, where it's coming from. Could it be that it was moisture deficient, which is protein-induced hair breakage, or your protein deficient, which is moisture-induced hair breakage? So the 3A, 3B, 3Cs, look at your protein deficient, and um, 4A, 4B, 4Cs, definitely look at your moisture deficient. However, do not settle to look at it vice versa. See if I'm, you're putting way too much. Try to... In increase if you need to. So pay attention to your hair. Is it giving you that elasticity that you're looking for? If it was inelastic, it's rigid, it's hard, you need to now give it um, 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 uh, less protein. You need to give it more moisture. And if it's like... Uh, um, really like not holding curls or whatever, then it may need um, a lot more protein. All right. I hope this was able to help you guys get a perspective about your hair. This is one of many ways to create a balancing regimen that you're like, oh, I got it now. So in the comment section, tell me where you are currently and which product did you buy that you feel would help you to combat that problem. And I will definitely comment um, and tell you if that will work or not based on the information you provided about your hair. Well, guys. Thank you so much. I am excited about the next topic that we're going to talk about. We're still going to be focused on protein. So definitely subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And I can't wait to talk to you again and break your hair down a little bit further so that you can start slaying with your hair like you've always wanted. Until then, guys, I'll see you on my very next episode. Have a great one. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening in to our hair podcast where self-love and self-care is our number one priority. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this post to your friends, family, and with your favorite hair groups. I look forward to you listening in again on our next post. Until next time, bye-bye. Hey guys, welcome to Gladia's Natural Podcast. I am so happy to be basically doing this podcast through Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to literally create a podcast like this one I'm creating. They give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right away from your phone or your computer. And then there are so many other great features like the creation tool, which allows you to record and edit your podcast. So it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. And the best part about it all is that you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So I don't know about you, but that sealed the deal for me. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F like Frank, M like Mary. Have a great one.